Welcome to Thrive in the Future podcast, positive solutions to help you thrive, homestead, garden, and designing your intentional life. Check out our sponsor, Smith Homestead, for soaps, jewelry, knit hats, and some very unique hot sauce. That's smith-homestead.com, and if you use the word thriving at checkout, you get 10% off. This week on Thriving the Future, Homestead Padre is back, and we're talking about living with depression on the homestead. Now, this is not medical advice, obvious disclaimer. This is just two guys talking about some of the challenges we've been going through. And the key is just what we've been doing, is talk to someone. If you're having the same problems, talk to someone, get help, don't suffer alone. Let's get to the episode. Okay, welcome back to Thrive in the Future. This week, I've got Homestead Padre back with me. And so, Padre, you had some interesting tweets about how your year's been going kind of rough, and I thought it'd be a good good topic. You know, not too many people talk about depression on the homestead. So, what's up? Yeah, so, uh, and that's why I tweeted it, is you, you always, you see the victories and the wins, and there's so many people that follow me that homesteading is a dream of theirs, that um, I have to throw some realities up there from time to time. But yeah, it's uh, one of those things where everything just kind of starts piling up against you. Mm -hmm. Uh, Weather, bad weather, whether that's, um, I lost my first planting this year because we had a sudden freak cold snap that we do not have down here. Uh, Everything froze. And then uh, we're down to one vehicle right now. And uh, our, our one vehicle has developed an issue. Hmm. Uh, simple things like my oven went out, and that doesn't seem like much, but we do a lot of markets and, and bread. Making bread is a big income source for right. us. And uh, without that oven, so, so we're down to one oven instead of two. And that one oven is a is a extra large countertop oven, mm-hmm. so it's not even a full size oven. And we're making it work. I'm just not able to do some of my larger breads, like Italian breads and French breads and things. But um, it's a uh, it, it's been a piling on of of, of loss of money, um, loss of equipment. Uh, me and my wife went through kind of a, a rough spot recently. Um, I won't go through that one publicly. We fixed it and come through it, but yeah, yeah, things um, things don't always go the way you're you want it to go or you think it's going to go, and then sometimes it all hits you when it rains, it pours. Yeah, I've been there. What are some of your tips that you? How do you get through it? My biggest thing for for me is my faith. Mm-hmm. I fall I fall back on my faith a lot and. And I am a, I, I'm a big fan of the provision of God and having faith in that, right? So in Matthew, it's one of the promises Christ gives us. If we seek first the kingdom of God, uh, we'll have everything we need provided. Um, food, shelter, clothing. Keyword being need, not our wants and desires. Mm-hmm. You know, it's not not your best life now where your, your money's dumped in your in your in your lap, but I have more than once had a check come out of nowhere. Um, 
I was struggling to pay rent one month. This is a couple of years ago. And um, was really worried about the eviction because I rent my whole farm, the house, mm-hmm. the land, everything I rent. I don't own it. And I was really worried about where the money was going to come from because um, we'd had a sick kid. My wife was still battling cancer at the time. Mm-hmm. And I'd missed a lot of work. So we were, money was just not there. Mm-hmm. And a job I had left five or six years prior. I had a random old 401k payout check going on. <laughs> that I completely forgot. And, you know, it came the day before I had to have. So, like, right at the last minute. But um, that whole time that we were going through this, I kept telling my wife, I was like, hey, God's going to provide for us. I have faith God's going to provide for us. And, and that's happened so many times. So I've had money for power bill pop up. I've had money for rent. I've had money for insurance, just this and that. And um, we had people. Last year was a rough year for us on the homestead. Well, we've lost, I don't know if I've ever told you about this, but we lost our crops two years in a row. Hmm. Uh, two years ago was uh, in the month of June, we received a year's worth of rain in one month. Wow. The weather was nice. Uh, Temperature-wise, low 80s in South Mississippi in June is, is comfortable. But uh, lost the entire crop. Yeah, did you have a hurricane or something? or? It, yeah, was just it was just rainy. Just wet. Hmm. Yeah. Wow. Like uh, think think Pineapple Express in California, but it was just coming out of the Gulf, just swamping us. Mm-hmm. And then uh, last year, it was not a hurricane, but it was we had uh, several days in a row of major storms coming through, a lot of supercells, tornadoes dropping everywhere. We didn't get hit by a tornado, but I think we got a downburst, just completely destroyed my entire garden. Yeah, we planted that garden, had it growing in, coming in pretty good, and then we had a freak hailstorm the same year. And wow. so what I just planted and got regrowing and just got wiped out. And you know you can't control. It. So um, we lost two years in a row. Uh, crops were a major income source for us, and that's why the past nine months now. I've really diversified where my income comes from, making a bigger stock in, in the farmers markets and mm-hmm. what we provide at the markets and things. And I've been putting more emphasis on my website. I've had my website for seven years now. I've I've never pushed it as much as I have this past year. And um you know, just, just taking that reliance on, on crops away. So now they are a uh, minority of our income, but a welcome income will we'll actually get them coming in because mm-hmm. ultimately when I have a crop failure I have to replant but feeding my family's priority sure so what does grow what I do get to regrow um, it all goes it's all frozen or canned or dehydrated it's safe for my family for over the winter and there's just nothing left to take the market hmm. yeah you were saying uh, you've had a garden failure so far this year too right yeah uh we had a freak cold snap back in march mm-hmm. uh, i know it's not unusual probably for you or a lot of people to listen to this but i'm in zone 9a right and uh it does not we it does not freeze in march our average last frost is in the end of february sure 
So it is. It, it, it was weird, and it was only about three weeks ago that the cold snap hit, and it was two nights in a row we got below freezing, and just luckily my hot peppers didn't die. I had them heated and under lamps, and I had heat mats up under the the starts, mm-hmm. so I was able to keep all that warm. That's good. Uh, hot pepper, hot peppers is a big source of income for us, so I was able to save those. Yeah, how many uh, peppers uh, are you growing this year? I have I have about a hundred plants. So we're looking at like forty Carolina Reapers, twenty Apocalypse Scorpions, twenty Trinidad Scorpions, twenty Dragons Breath. Apocalypse uh, Scorpions. <laughs> Fifteen pepper plants. But That's awesome. It's about a hundred. That's cool. Yeah, I've had uh I've had bouts with depression and and I think one of the things that I've really learned is to get out of to get out of the mind like you were saying, get out of the mindset of your best life now. <laughs> right? Cuz I mean, and learn how to for better terms, uh, embrace the suck, right? Yeah. I mean, our grandparents and our great grandparents would laugh at us because suffering was a part of life, right? And, right. you know, it would have never, ever been a question. Not that it was normal, not that uh, it sucked any less, but, you know, it's like, it's like uh it's like Father Turbo says, sometimes I'm not saying all the time, don't miss it misunderstand me, but sometimes depression is really pride in how why is this happening to me? This shouldn't happen to me. America. I I deserve better than this, right? And um, you know, there's a lot of uh, there at least for me, there's a lot of that that, you know, why why did this happen to me? I shouldn't have this happen to me or something like that. You know what I mean? Oh, I think, I think pride is the majority of depressions. I mean, mm-hmm. if, if you really go down to the basis of it, you know, um, again, for new homesteaders, a lot of people have these glorious ideas. You get them from YouTube and from these blogs. And I try to tell people, I'm like, it's very rare that you're successful or successful is the wrong word. It's really rare that you are a high income homesteader from right. homesteading. Mm-hmm. Uh, if you people get lucky and their blog gets popular and their YouTube channel gets popular and their Instagram gets popular and they have this, this dream that's painted for everybody that's watching. Mm-hmm. The reality of it is, is most of the homesteaders I know live in 400 square feet shacks. Mm-hmm. Um, they do their best to pay their bills every week. Uh, I know a guy that's on the verge of losing his land, trying to get his property tax paid. Yep. And um, it's a struggle, and it's a real struggle. And, and, and part of my depression this year was more than just, well, you know, all this happened to me. And I got to thinking, I was like, you know, back when I worked a nine to five job, I made this much money, and and I'm not bringing this much money in anymore, and I'm failing my family. Like, you know, it just spirals. Like, I'm, mm-hmm. I'm letting everybody down. 
And, um, you know, I'm, I'm the man, I'm supposed to be providing for this, you know, that mentality that I was raised with. And um, it, it really got worse and worse and worse. And the income was a big part of it. Income was such a big part of it. And, and that's why I said I think it goes back to pride because it goes back. I used to make this much money. I used to bring this much money. You know? um, I had this. I was able to do that. I took my family to Disney every year. You know, yeah. um, I had to, I had to work through that. I had to get past that and, and remind myself that, um, no, this is, you wanted a simple life. <laughs> a simple life. A simple life comes with a lot of struggle. <laughs> Be you know, what I, you wish for. <laughs> I tell people all the time. I was like, you know, uh, I, I I did mentoring for um, Rosalind Field School last year because she did a couple of online courses in homesteading, and um, I told everybody, everybody I mentored, I said, uh, all you're doing. Because everybody kept saying, because there's a lot of computer programmers and things like this, and my job's so stressful, and I have these deadlines, I have to, meet, I have to do this, and I want to get away from the rat race. And I was like, all you're doing is you're trading one set of stresses for another set of stresses. Mm-hmm. Like the stresses, actually, they may increase, but it's a, it's a different type of stress. I was like, so I don't have a deadline I have to meet. I mean, I kind of do. Some plants I have to have in the ground by a certain time or I have to have seeds started by a certain time. But my stress is, and i got to have this project done by Friday, my stress is, if the rain doesn't quit soon, my garden's going to drown. You know, it's, it's you're, just, you're trading. Life is stressful. A simple life, there's no such thing as a simple life. Ten years ago, I started out seeking a simple life, and I discovered it's not very simple. <laughs> That's great. Oh boy. So are you, you said you were, are are you doing the management of the farmer's market now? You said you were moving into that. Uh, my wife is assistant manager from April through uh, October. Mm-hmm. And then she's manager from November through March. The reason being is the lady who started the market, who is the manager, she does vegetables. So winter, She's not out there at all. She doesn't come out to the market at all. So my wife takes over. But my wife is assistant market manager. She helps her, especially with the big um, events when we have 100 plus vendors out there. Wow. My wife helps get everybody organized, everybody set. She takes payments, the, the booth fees. She makes sure the booth fees gets paid to the landowner. There's land we use. And um, my wife does all the marketing. And um, she does the marketing. She does all the vendor approvals. So, you know, you have to, we well, you don't allow so many of every type to come out. So uh, everybody has to fill out an application, what they sell, give us photos of what they sell. And then she does the approval or not. My role is to do whatever I'm told. <laughs> yeah. So if, we're, if we got 100 vendors coming in and, and uh, the other lady's name is Jacqueline. My wife's name is Melody. So if Jacqueline's over here, Melody's over there, and somebody comes in the third entrance, uh, I'll get a I'll get a text message from my wife. Hey, can you go take care of that truck? See where they're at. Point them in the right direction. So I, mm-hmm. I run around and help out. Other than that, I sit in the booth and I try to look pretty. 
<laughs> yeah. I, I do I do create a lot of the uh the digital advertising for them there. Sure. So yeah, you've got some new stuff on the website. Uh what um what new soaps do you have and things on there? I saw you talking about that. Um I got a cucumber melon scent that I love. And um we have root no Petal Gardeners. I can't remember what my wife named it. It's a nice, it's a nice smelling soap. Mm-hmm. We added some premium soap on there. Uh, we got goat's milk coming. Uh, we decided to get back into goat's milk soap. Good. Uh, yeah, you got, actually, did you get the goats yet, or or that's your uh, that's your big trip you're coming up, right? No, I, I actually not going to get goats on that trip. Uh, we went ahead and got some goats locally, so we mm-hmm. we've already added four to the herd uh two of them have milk right now so oh good great we um now the trip is um my wife's walking the stage for her doctorates oh good so, okay uh, yeah we're, we're gonna travel the goats are gonna be a side trip to pick up something extra but uh we're gonna stop by and meet a lot of a lot of great guys we're gonna meet a glory crops and long story farms and, and grant Payne and several guys that's in the in the chat group you and I are in. Mm-hmm. They all they all live right along that Interstate 85 corridor from Alabama through Virginia. So Good. stop and shake a lot of hands and maybe grab a couple meals, grab a couple beers. Sounds good. See how uh, how that goes. Should be a good time. It'll be it'll be nice getting away from the farm for a week, but here comes the stress. <laughs> I have to rely on somebody to come out and feed and water my animals. Yeah. In the water in my garden and make sure everything's done properly. So even while we're gone, I'm going to have this stress hanging over me as my farm being taken care of. Sure. Properly. And that's the way it is for everybody. My wife won't right. even go anywhere because she doesn't, she doesn't trust anyone to take care of the horses to the level of detail that she does. Oh yeah. It's, this is my first time away in two years. Wow. Uh, my, wife, my wife's taken more trips than I have. Um, mm-hmm. She had a family emergency back around Thanksgiving. And then uh, she went before that up north again to see family. And, then, and I typically stay behind just so we don't have to worry about anybody taking care of the farm. Sure. Uh, she's taking a trip in June. I'll be here at the, at the farm with the kids. She's going by herself. <clears throat> That's all right. I have a trip at the end of the summer by myself. First one in years. Kind of wow. looking forward to that one. Good. So, yeah, check out the new soaps on smith-homestead.com. And any final thoughts? Um, when it comes to depression on the homestead, remember why you're homestead. Hmm. It's so easy to lose focus when everything looks, feels like it's crashing in on you. So remember why you're there. Remember why you're working hard. Remember why you wanted that quote-unquote simple lifestyle. And um, you'll start to realize, even with all the stresses and depressions, it actually is better. It's a better place to be at. And, um, yeah, have, have faith in God. My, I, I, have faith. I put my faith in God and then everybody believes in God but 
your faith in something else, faith in God, definitely. And just remember, it's temporary. Whatever you're going through is temporary. The stress is temporary. I know a guy that that lost his farm a couple of years ago. He just bought a new one this year. It was temporary. Mm-hmm. You know, if if what you if this is what you want, you're gonna make it happen if you work hard enough for it. So, yep. Every day I, is I know a it's new easy, day. It's easier to say than to do, but uh, I just pulled myself out of it recently, so I'm, I know I know what it's like. So check out Homestead Padres stuff at Smith-Homestead. Dot com. They have soaps, crafts, hot sauce, his special blend of hot sauce. Check it out. And if you use Thriving at checkout, then you get 10% off. That's smith-homestead.com. If you like this episode, please consider joining our Patreon. You get early episodes, lots of extras, including outtakes, plus the bonus episode with Cyprian where he explains why are all these small banks failing, and what does it mean for your crypto? So you may have your crypto in your own custodial wallet, but it still may be at risk. And also, what's a cargo cult? Check it out. And if you don't want to join the monthly Patreon, then consider shooting us a tip on Venmo at Thrive in the Future. Thank you. Thank you for listening to Thrive in the Future podcast. Like us and follow us on your favorite podcast app. Next time on Thrive in the Future Podcast. Coming up on Thrive in the Future Podcast next week, talking about why am I switching over to perennials over annuals this year. Hint, I'm old and I'm tired. Also coming up is I'll talk about Lean Logic and Surviving the Future. That's coming up on Thrive in the Future podcast.